podcast, your host as usual, Kyle Faria. Um, see, okay, because I have the mic set up a different way now. I'm worried about it actually falling because it's a bit crooked and it's like on a plastic table-ish kind of thing. Not plastic, but hard plastic, like a, almost like a carbon, not carbon fiber, but it looks like it kind of. Anyway, hope you guys have been doing well. 49ers play the Eagles today. That's why I'm in my 49ers gear, as you can see. Well, sorry for the audio listeners, but you can't really see it. Um, obviously you can't see it because, you know, but if you watch the video podcast, like, like, uh, the on leaves podcast is on YouTube. Uh, I don't have professional recording equipment and stuff, but, uh, well for like the sound and stuff, it's just off my phone, but yeah, it's, it's, it's going well. I mean, I only have two subscribers, but feel free if you want to see me in a full expression and motion and you want to see what i look like uh feel free i know there's a few people listen to these uh all over the world actually not only canada and united states i have people in eastern europe northern europe uh there's people from australia now there's people from turkey germany and it's pretty cool guys thank you so much for listening uh to my talks i mean my lifestyle my personal journals um i don't seem it might seem kind of boring i'll be honest with you because it's like you're just listening to me vent about my day or talk about you know my cousins down in calgary or you know other family members in the u.s or you know what i mean and I just feel like it's might be boring. I don't know, like, but I'm doing pretty well in the ranking. So thanks so much, and I wouldn't be where I was or keep doing them without you guys. You know, obviously, um, my fans. And I think it's interesting, you know, like like to see how I've grown over the years. You know, look, re- like looking back at my, you know. Um, what do you call that? Looking at my statistics, I can't really pronounce that, but looking at the statistics, I've done a lot better in 2022 than 2020. Uh, well, originally 2020, I was on band lab because of that whole story where I didn't know how to create, uh, an RSS feed and how to get the RSS feed distributed to like different uh, platforms like Spotify, Apple, Google. Um, somehow my podcast is on Pandora podcasts and other places, but I think it's because some people copy the RSS feed and put it on other platforms. I don't know how that works, but maybe they just wanted to host me on the show or I mean on their platform, who knows, right? You know, I never really got in any emails or anything saying you know except for one guy named uh, alex santa filippo he has uh, a podcast website it's kind of like tinder i forget what is it called again um oh man i should have looked that up but it was it's something where you you can swipe right or left on who you want to be a guest on your show and you can have different types of guests, men, women, whatever. And you have people on your show and you can just talk and talk and talk about topics or whatever. And I think it's pretty cool. Um, 
Oh, I, I have the tip. I have the, the on the tip of my tongue, man. I don't pod pod form. Anyway, something like that. <laughs> Anyways, I have a few questions that were asked to me on Quora. Uh, I don't use Quora often, and I usually receive questions and. I, I, I used to use it all the time. I had over 200,000 content, like answer views, um, because I knew a lot about like relationships and dating and well, I've learned more f after dating people and realizing how they are and stuff. And I mean, I'm not a big expert, you know, so I, I can't answer like marriage questions or whatever, <laughs> you know, I get them all the time too, but we'll start off with this. So what are your solutions to deal with a mental illness? So my solutions, I just, you know, I, I take medication and in Vegas Sustana, it's called, it's an injection. I get it every third week. So like I have, I'm covered for three weeks and then usually every Tuesday I get the injection uh, in my, it's either in my intramuscular muscle or um, deltoid but lately I've been getting in the hip because it hurts a lot less than my arm and usually I like you know I like doing things with my arms you know so I like shoveling too like I can't really shovel with a freak fucking you know my arm hurts like crazy or you know like when I was working I wouldn't get in my arm because it hurt too much so but yeah you know um I take medication, anxiety medication too. I'm taking sertraline. It's just a bigger word of Zoloft. Um, it helps with my depression because I have like seasonal depression, I guess you could call it. Um, yeah, but not. I'm not saying medication is the best solution, you know, but um, I guess like, yeah, medication definitely helps. I, and I do recommend those who are, are not taking it to take it um people say it decreases your lifespan or whatever that's whatever like maybe if it does you know but it makes you feel better and it gets rid of all those hallucination crap and scary stuff so you know but i think the best way like one of my solutions that i deal with like what i have which is schizophrenia but a very low branch of schizophrenia it's probably like more leaning towards bipolar disorder slash schizophrenia it's not like a super intense form of schizophrenia because there's different branches of schizophrenia it goes it's like a tree branch like tree roots you know where there's different roots and different I guess like sizes of roots so you know like speaking symbolically of course but yeah like I have a very low grade schizophrenia and I don't, you know, I, the way I deal with it is just, I go for nice walks. I go for, you know, I like going to skate at the park during the winter here in Montreal. And, you know, in case anyone's in Los Angeles or whatever, because I have some listeners from Los Angeles, but I just, you know, I go for nice walks. I listen to music. I listen to records. I think records is one of the coolest things because you're listening to music from the time in the past and you know what I find funny about records is how does the sound work how is it like like the sound vibrations are 
inscribed into the vinyl record and it's like it trips me out how the needle can play music through like speakers it's just the way it works like even bluetooth i find bluetooth like how does bluetooth work how does sound travel from like let's say a macbook to speakers but no connection like that just mind boggles me you know <laughs> but yeah you know um my solution like to advice for you is go for a nice walk uh let's say you're not in the mood listen to music not sad music maybe some lounge music or you know let's say you're into any genre like uh electronic music listen to some ibiza chill lounge or uh jazz fusion or you know blues like blues is good it's just like okay well maybe not blues but you know just nothing too sad because once you're in a bad place you don't want to stay in the bad place you know what i mean so that's just my recommendation and you could do a bunch of things like if you have a pack of cards like uh you know not sports cards but like playing cards you could teach yourself solitaire i love solitaire i play that every now and then on rainy days or whatever or if we have a snowstorm i'll play some solitaire just by myself and it's fucking hard but <laughs> it's fun you know i i do a lot of stuff to distract myself from my thoughts and you know i have to because you know right currently um I have to distract myself a lot from my thoughts because I'm applying everywhere and not getting hired and it happens, you know, you get arrested and shit happens, you know, you just have to keep motivating yourself to, you know, get with it and get out there, put yourself out there and, you know, I mean, everyone makes mistakes in life and it depends on how you recover from it is, that's the most important thing, you know, you're recovery journey is what's the most important and like depending on how you feel and it depends on you know everything and you know it's not like the butterfly effect but like not certain things affect your journey but just always keep in mind that you're gonna get better and you're going to be in a better place soon and you know it's just but it's it all depends if you want to change and you're motivated to change because you know me i'm always motivated to change change my path or whatever you know i do that all the time because i hit roadblocks and i have to change you know so anyways that's the first question <clears throat> excuse me so the second one how do you process what you've seen that is somewhat traumatizing so oh wow okay well Honestly, my my advice is processing anything, I guess, that you've seen that's traumatizing, I guess, like movie or uh, something in real life that you've witnessed or whatever. But I think the best is therapy. Um, that's I'm in currently in rehab for drinking and I drink I self medicate. I used to self medicate on marijuana, but I quit it. Uh, I smoke occasionally, very rarely. Um, with alcohol, I self-medicate on the weekends, obviously, but not during the week. But, you know, self-medicating is a terrible cycle uh, or circle, whatever you want to call it, because you're just 
you have the thoughts in your head of what you've seen or whatever been through and you're self-medicating with drugs or alcohol and that's one of the worst things to do but I think the best is being honest let's say you have a therapist or whatever or let's say you have a close friend that you trust I think venting to them and you know helps like it only you know I know men have to you know nowadays every every you know, everywhere on the media and stuff, everyone says men have to be closed. Everyone has to be in the closet where, you know, everything's just secret. And the best way to vent is, you know, it doesn't matter, man or woman, you know. Like, I know men nowadays are being really pushed into the ground, into their own graves. But you really have to get yourself out there. And, you know, it doesn't mean you're weak to cry, you know. You could... Just show emotion in front of your best friend or whatever, you know, I've, you know, of course I've always been a sensitive guy, but, you know, um, it's normal to have these feelings because if you've been through something, you know, like most of us in society have been through, you know, uh, everyone goes through something different and it's okay to feel sad or whatever emotions you've been through, you know what I mean? Because it's like... Yeah, it's just, it's, I find sad nowadays that, you know, men or women, you know, but mostly men is being, you know, outed for, you know, being bad or whatever. And it's not even, it's like, I wouldn't even say it's more like half and half, like not all men are bad, you know what I mean? And it's like the bad ones are making us look like bad people and Listen, like, you know, I know my story comes out as crazy or, you know, crazy ex-boyfriend, you know, or whatever. But I wasn't healthy at the time, like, in my mind state and everything else. Like, I, I was doing cocaine and smoking weed all the time, too, and drinking Red Bull all the time at work and doing lines in the bathroom. Like, this is 2017 and 16, but... You know, I was on Xanax too. I was uh, drinking like a fish all the time. <laughs> it was, you know, a bad period of my life. And what I experienced later on, you know, it was traumatizing, but I got over it. Like, you know, I still have, of course, you know, there's flashbacks and stuff, but the ones that basically what I did to cope with it um, was a lot of therapy, years of therapy. And, you know, drug counseling and alcohol counseling and it works you know if you really motivate yourself to get over the big hump in your life you know you'll get over it and I motivate you guys by you know I really do believe you could like whatever you've been through you can get over it you know you can change your mindset it's actually the way you talk to yourself in your head too you really have to be positive, like, oh, you can't always be like, you know, oh, fuck, work sucks, or, you know, you have to really motivate yourself to, like, put rose-colored glasses on at some point, you know, not all the time, but you, if you want to motivate yourself to get out of that time or traumatizing period, you know, you have to motivate, and it's all you, no one else could do that for you, you know, I'm, that's just my opinion, you know. <laughs> You know, but not laughing at that, but you really have to, it's all you, man, you know, 
like it's i'm not i'm like dead ass it's it's all you you know um i wouldn't be where i am today if i hadn't been honest with my therapist and you know it's saying sometimes like i feel like religion you know like i'll give you an example i really thought like at some point the devil in my life was you know bad but or whatever um but i don't have that anymore you know i've found god or whatever not sound crazy but <laughs> yeah and i'm not like super religious either i just know i believe now there's a higher power and most of the time it's assisting me um or guiding me you know what i mean you just like that's just my way of dealing with traumatization and stuff like you know, of course, I still get weird dreams and stuff, and, you know, but that's a whole other ballpark, uh, it's like a curveball, you know, <laughs> dreams are just aspects of our imagination, and I don't know, though, it's just sometimes I get really weird ones, but anyway, what I, you know, my big, like, to answer the question without giving that long-ass <laughs> explanation, you know, my best advice is writing in a journal the negatives and positives of what you witnessed and deciding whether you want to get therapy or whatever but also deciding how you're going to motivate yourself to get out of that mind frame because remember like you know, if there's teenagers that listen to this podcast, like I was in high school and there were points in high school where I thought I wasn't going to make it out of it. I thought I was going to kill myself and all that stuff like suicide. You know, it's very common in teenagers nowadays, especially I think it's like it's like I don't know what the numbers don't quote me, but it's like 25 percent or something about maybe your 30 percent of teenagers that have either died or you know, but it's sad because high school, you're trying to join their group or whatever. And everyone wants to be the popular one. But, you know, once you get to like sack four and five, it's like it doesn't matter anymore. Like you're at the top of your you know grade or whatever. But it's hard for some people to be the outcast. And, you know, like that was me when my last year, um, I didn't even go to the graduation because I didn't really like everyone. I had childhood friends there, and I felt I only smiled in the hallways in the last year. It was just because it was just like the kids were so bad that time. And, the, like, I couldn't stand the grade below me, you know, except for the childhood friends and, you know, my friend who had failed a grade. And, of course, I have a friend who moved out to BC. Like, she was a really nice person. But, yeah, you know, um, high school is a hard time, but... Like I said, you know, we all have to motivate ourselves to get out of the past and re and live a better life in the future, you know what I mean? That's just how I feel. Okay, so the third one is, how do you deal with people that are short-fused? Um, well, personally, I'm short-fused personality. Um, I get very, like, if someone you know, were to, like, put oil on my fire, or, you know, poke the tiger situation, I get very, I'm just, I'll snap like a cobra, you know, like, I really just, yeah, 
But dealing with people that have that, you just basically, you don't encourage the anger, even though most people do, but you don't encourage the anger because once you encourage the anger, something crazy could happen, you know what I mean? But, sorry, having some coffee, but you never encourage the anger. You always, okay, you know, work a way out, like say sorry or whatever. I won't do it again. But the best way to deal with people who are short fused, I think, is just being kind, you know, and realizing, well, you said something negative or you said something that was bad. And I think that's just the best way to deal with people who are short fused because I don't know how I deal with myself. I'm a very salty person at times um, with anybody. Well, not at work situations, but. I just, I'm very defensive too. Um, I defend, you know, my heritage and, you know, my being as a person because I'm very, you know, like I'm closed-minded, but I'm open-minded with certain topics, you know, like not politics, but, you know, um, (laughs) politics. Anyway, let's not get into politics this podcast. (laughs) Anyway. No, but, you know, short fuse is, it's one of the worst things to have because someone like, you know, this is the problem with, uh, what do you call it? Uh, social media. Um, everyone is taken out of context or out of, you know, you don't know what context they're talking in, or you don't know if it's sarcasm. And I hate that, you know, Bill Gates is like, oh, the internet's the best thing, but like, there's so many people being fat shamed online being you know whore shaming uh you know just anything and it's just like the internet is a dark place you know and that's not even the dark web it's just like the internet in general is like just a super dark place man you know what i mean I don't know. I just think social media also, like, you know, I'm on it. Obviously, I'm podcasting. I'm on Instagram. I have, like, several Instagram accounts. I have, you know, my Minecraft uh, Instagram account. I have my sports cards Instagram account. I have my podcast Instagram account. And I have my music page. So, you know, I'm very into social media, but I don't use it to hurt other people. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah. I think the best way to deal with people who are short fused is don't look, don't search for reactions and don't, like in bottom line, just be respectful and don't piss them off. You know, that's just my opinion. So, okay, this is a completely different question. Uh, what's it like to be in love? Um, I don't know who asked me. All these are anonymous questions. So, well, I guess... I've only been in love uh, twice, once in high school, and, well, I don't know if i call it love, like a first love, I guess, but the second one really broke my heart, but, you know, I think being in love, it's, it's hard to explain, it's like you get butterflies when the person walks in the room, you get butterflies, and generally see them. You know, it's just, um, me, I'm not searching for that any, me anymore, you know, cause I don't think there is any love <laughs> and like not to, this is just my opinion. I'm entitled to it. 
I don't think there's any love in like the LGBTQ plus community that could be different, you know, for lesbians or queers or, you know, I don't exactly know, but for gay, gay wise, man, buys too. Like, I don't, I don't really know, man. Cause you know, here, I'll give you an example. Like 90% of the guys I've talked to, like not not the friends or whatever the ones I kept in my life but you know 90% of the guys are just they want fresh meat meaning like they want to have sex with the young guy who just turned 18 or whatever or 19 and they don't want to have anything like no strings attached 90% of the time because then that that hurts you know what if someone's trying to get out there meet the one of their life and then they just fuck you in depth like you know that's i find that such a whack thing you know and it happened to me like so many fucking times i just uh, over time i was i was literally like you know i think i'm done with the gay community fuck them you know they're all fucking idiots like so you know i just like i hate to say it you know whatever you could cancel me or whatever but you know i swear to god like i i'm done <laughs> you know what i mean like uh they're, they're not nice people you know, if you want, you know, like, let's just say you're an influencer or whatever, starting out and you're a good looking guy, no one will, you know, rec recognize you. Sorry, it's latency right now. I have to take my headphones off. But um, basically, you know, like, I find the worst thing about the gay community is it's like they don't, they don't have a passion or compassion or sympathy to make you like it there's nothing positive about it you know i'm just that's just my opinion i've never had a positive experience um you know i've had like boyfriends that are attached to me i've had stalkers you know i was on the on an app where uh, I won't say, but I was on an app where you could see the person's kilometers or feet distance, and I found that fucking creepy, and I had people follow me from all the way to the park, like, on my walks, I've had all the way to the park to the depth, I've had guys on the phone, you know, looking at me, and, you know, and following me in their cars, you know, because I don't drive, so I walk everywhere, but... It's just, you know, I'm done with that, you know, it's not a positive community, I don't know what's fuck's wrong with it all the sex and lust there's no love you know and if you know if you do have a relationship i congratulate you because it's fucking one in blue moon chance of getting a fucking love that you love you know and you both love each other and you could trust each other you know because like i swear like it's everything you know like i don't get it you know and you know what i you know, I just feel that's just how I feel, you know, I've done, I'm done with that whole community, um, especially here in Montreal, so, you know, but anyway, props out to anybody who has, you know, a good relationship, you know, but honestly, to be in love, it's just, it's, it's a nice feeling, but, you know, it goes, it leads into this question, how do you process first heartbreak? You do, over time. Like I said, it was all about, you know, it's almost like processing somewhat traumatizing, something traumatizing. Like, you, it's up to you, you know, to like, what's it called? 
to move forward and you know it takes a while of course let's say you really love the person and I'll be honest with you I really love the person that I first slept with and you know it took me several years and I'm like you know I'm I'm over the person but it's just like you know when you want to be friends again because you feel bad at what you did or whatever and that's just how I feel I don't want any closure or whatever you know I'm not like a crazy obsession you know I was but you know I'm not anymore I just I figured maybe they'd want to be friends and you know I could apologize but you know whatever whatever happens happens you know everyone's destiny is different or fate whatever you want to call it but you know I don't I'm not like super attached like there's people out there who literally go like and that's what I find creepy is people literally go and watch their house and stuff I'm not like that fuck that fucking creepy like I would never do that like you know I was raised with manners you know there's you know people need their space and privacy you know you know that's fucking crazy like I thought I was crazy but nah there's people out there are fucking way darker than that <laughs> you know like I don't know man but yeah you know I think processing a heartbreak is really hard um especially if it's teenage love um you know like, I've had a few people in my life saying, you know, it took me a while, you know, to get over it, but once you're over it, you know, and it's good, and I'm like, yeah, you know, like, it's, it's, yeah, like, I, I, I like, that's a good question, because it's hard to get over someone you've really cared for and cherished, and, you know, you really gave you, gave them a heart, but, you know, it, I don't know, because it's, yeah I remember my like when I first broke up with someone like I I broke up with the person it was hard for me um and it was recently um but it's you have to do it you know if it's getting too whatever toxic or you know uh I don't know attachment issues I don't know but it's hard like I find breaking up with the person like closing it is really like that I, I felt like a dickhead for so long like you know like even I was processing it through work and I was like fuck man you know like I was usually the one being broken up with you know like oh you're a loser this or that or you know you don't do anything or oh you're too intense but once you break up with someone like you voluntarily do it it's I find it like wow if you feel you feel like an asshole you know I felt so bad for you know and I still do <laughs> like you know I don't like I don't usually think about it in my daily life but like now talking about it I'm like wow you know like that was such a you feel guilty you know you feel sad about the person you know it's just anyway <laughs> But processing a heartbreak, it's like I said, you know, it's motivating yourself to get out of that mind frame and finding stuff to do to distract yourself. And yeah. So why is it so hard to move on? Um, how can I say this? It's it's not hard to move on. You just really have to change your mindset um regardless of you know if you're a painter do a lot more paintings um if you love playing guitar or piano or saxophone or you name it do that more often practice that more often uh just really find stuff to distract yourself or let's say you love your job keep working harder you know um not work hard play hard fuck that saying but 
motivate yourself oh you like to go to the gym you know work out more or whatever uh you know because some people use the gym as like a what do you call it not pastime but like a motivational you know not i'm gonna get a better body and get hotter people like not that type of mo like motivation but you know more of a therapy like some people work out for therapy that's what a guy i went on a date with uh in october uh, he said, I use the gym at home because it really helps me get through some things and process stress and anxiety. And I thought that was cool. You know, I mean, I don't, I can't afford a home gym, like, you know, like a gym, like, like weights and stuff or a treadmill. I can't afford that right now. Of course, when I work more and, you know, fucking get a job for once, well, get a job now, like, cause company closed down but you know i i would like to work out it's just i'm not fat you know like i don't feel the need to you know work out so because i have i have like you know a beer gut but i'm not fat you know like i just have a massive like it looks like i'm nine months pregnant you know <laughs> But yeah, like I, I just, you know, I just basically do things like the, like to move on, basically, I, I would just say I really listen to music and go for walks and I enjoy the nature and the sky and whatever, even if it's a gray overcast day, I still try and enjoy the best of it. I say hi to the neighborhood people, the folks, you know. And it's just over time you will move on, you know what I mean. And even in like if you get to a point where you see the person in person, um, you just do a little smile or nod or whatever, and you go on with your day. You know what I mean? Because I there's been points where I have seen a few exes in the past, and I mean I just you know nod, smile or what whatever, wave and move on. You know whatever like regardless if they want to come back or not you know you, that's up to them you know what i mean like depending on what the fuck you did you know like for my example you know i was a crazy bitch so you know i know the person wouldn't come back so you know like everybody you see like everyone has their own pace of moving on and of course me it took years of therapy and you know what i mean so uh, and a lot of educating myself, you know, research and, you know, educating myself through McGill University uh, PDF files and on how social and human interaction works and, you know, ed educating myself on, you know, like anything really, like not anything, but like relationship advice and Quora was really good with that. You know, the problem is, is the Quora has a lot of that bullshit narcissist thing or empath. It's all fucking bullshit. Um, okay. Like I get it. There are people out there who are narcissists. And of course there's people who have been really in toxic relationship or environments. And it's just that not everyone's a narcissist that you meet, you know what I mean? And I hate people who, like, classify that as everyone who you meet as a narcissist, like those pro-feminists and all that shit. I can't stand that. Like, all men are narcissists. Like, ugh. You know, it just it bothers me. Anyway, not to get all cancelled by the feminists and stuff who probably listen to this because it's 50% females, too. But, yeah, you know, um... 
I think moving on, it's hard, but you know, um, the best thing to do is just really distract yourself from, you know, let's say it's, you know, a lot of snowing out or whatever, shovel and listen to music or, you know, like I said, just distracting yourself from your thoughts is the best way to get through something, you know, um, and this is completely different. Sorry, I'm going to transpose to the next question, but what are your strengths? So my strengths, I don't know what the context would probably be. Uh, strengths, I guess dealing with a mental illness, uh, dealing with, well, processing a hallucination because it happens every now and then when I'm walking home or whatever. Yeah, I think because one of the times I was walking home and I saw my exact doppelganger like face to face and I was like trying to process what I just saw. And it usually happens when I like I'm stressed about something or I'm about to do something bad. Like I usually see my doppelganger when I'm about to do something bad. Like, like, for example, going to buy a beer at the depth. Um, it didn't happen yesterday, of course, but because I was in a better mind frame, but it happens when I'm th have a lot on my mind, like just random shit. And then it usually gets triggered and I see like a doppelganger and it doesn't, you know, my, I, I always see the same doppelganger. It's the one with long hair, curly hair and the glasses, the black glasses, like, you know, not sunglasses, but like prescription glasses skinny but it's weird that that look is actually really common because the centennial kids were on their lunch break and they're about teenagers you know and i went to the depth for smokes and they there was one at the park sitting at the bench they're all smoking pot i'm not gonna i don't know their name so you know if any principal or teachers listening to this uh not gonna out snitch on them you know <laughs> but yeah, one of them looked exactly like me. And I mean, you know, it's, I guess it's a common look because even one of my friends, uh, Adam, has, you know, he has the same long hair and stuff. And he kind of looks like when I did when I was on drugs and stuff and skinny. And yeah, but I guess it's a common look for, you know, like stoners or rockers, you know. But I mean, it's just creepy regardless. And what I do to deal with a situation like that, I just process, okay. I was doing something wrong. I think in my head, I put religion on it. So I say, okay, well, God sent me that to, to tell me like symbolically, like, oh, you don't want to go back to this point of your life. So don't do what you're about to do kind of thing. Like, that's how I do it. You know, it's, that's how it's, I know it's religious, but it helps me to cope with what I've witnessed and, you know, Because listen, I know there's probably atheists or agnostic people who listen to my podcast, but I'm, I'm spiritual, but I don't fixate on it. You know, I could go about my day and, you know, see 1111 or something and like angel numbers. And I won't be like, oh my God, it's, it's a sign. Oh, I have to do a tarot reading or I have to do this or this person's thinking about me. No, no. And, like, I find when you're really implementing spirituality into your life, you're manifesting the wrong thing. You know what I mean? And because 
if there's nothing really going on in your life, like, and you see the numerology and stuff, there's no point, because, you know, like, let's say you're at work, and, oh, you look at your watch, and it says, oh, 222, like, that means it's, like, okay, or 333, for example, or 444, like, 444 means someone's trying to contact you, whether it be an angel, or, you know, be someone on earth, but, um, I don't let it implement my life you know what i mean because i go I, there's some parts of the day where I, I won't even look at the clock you know so yeah you know like most of my days i don't pay attention to you know most of that stuff but anyway my other strengths <laughs> i get so distracted and off topic it's hilarious but um i guess my other strength would be uh hmm um Hmm. That's a good question. <laughs> I guess talking. I mean, like, not on my show. Like, I, I really enjoy, like, like I listen more than I talk, that's for sure. Uh, I'm more of an introvert than an extrovert in life, like, reality. Um, I'm a really shy person. But the thing is, is, like, if someone talks to me and asks me questions or whatever... I'm really, I could answer them and structured and, you know, because I, I got a really high mark in my Sec 5 English class and they wanted to put me into the pro program. But I was like, oh, it's too stressful. So, but yeah, you know, I really enjoy answering people's questions. It, it's, that's one of my strengths, I think. I really like to answer people's questions and hopefully get the answer they want you know what i mean uh, but you can't please everyone in life you know what i mean so anyways those are my strengths i think two things <laughs> how do you cope with anxiety another mental illness question so anxiety you know everyone uh, regardless of what people say they, i think everyone has it like i mean there could be people who don't have it but you know i cope with it um I take, like I said, sertraline, but it's it's mainly for my anxiety. It's very low dose, too. It's, uh, I think it's 25 milligrams or 50. I can't exactly remember. I think it's 50 or 25. But it works for me, and, you know, I don't... Of course, everyone has their depression points at some times, but, you know, it, I don't... It's not as frequent, and it's not as long the duration of depression, so... Um, I think also like the way I cope with it is the more you face what you're going to do in the day or because, you know, a day, every day is a new day. Um, the more you face what you're going to do, like, let's say like Wednesday, I have a zoom meeting with a group, uh, for rehab and I really don't want to do it. I don't want to do it at all. I'm so nervous and nerve-wracking and you know meeting new people and talking about my stories and stuff like it's a podcast but with people you know what I mean so it's it's not a podcast I'm not recording it or anything because it's uh you obviously you would need people's um what do you call it exception or whatever but you know what I mean it's just like a group chat so it's like on zoom and you know it's gonna be nerve-wracking and it's like, do I either say I was too nervous to my rehab counselor the next time I see him? Or do I say, like, okay, dude, like, I'm going to do it. 
Kyle, you know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to show up on the Zoom meeting and face it. Face the anxiety is the best way to do it, you know, like to to cope with it, you know. Because the more you, the less you do things in life, oh, the less you do in life, um, it's going to be really hard on your anxiety because it'll just build and build and build like a snowball going down a hill. Like it'll just get bigger and bigger and bigger. The more you procrastinate and not do things, the more your anxiety gets worse. And if you start facing stuff in life, it gets a lot better. Like, you know, let's say, oh, I don't want to take the bus to work, uh, miss a day or whatever, then your anxiety builds. But if you, oh, I'm going to take the bus, I'm not going to get anxious. You take the bus to work and do your fucking days, you know, you will get better. Your anxiety gets decreases, you know, it gets a lot better. And I think that's how you deal, you have to deal with anxiety. You know, there's people who are very procrastinative. Uh, you know, there's people who procrastinate all the fucking time. Like, well, I'll raise a hand, you know, that's me. But um, the that's the best way to deal with it. That's what I've been, been told for, you know, so long. And, you know, I think that's the best way to deal with anxiety. Okay, last question has nothing to do with anxiety. Um, if you were to dream a positive dream about your twin flame what does that mean they're dreaming slash thinking about you as well okay i i'm not like a big spiritual expert but i know twin flame that concept or whatever but okay like the okay what pisses me off about Cora, i'll just tell you right away the people on there think they're spiritual experts they're full of shit Okay, don't listen to everyone or don't believe everything you see on the internet. I believe in the concept of twin flames because my best girlfriend, um, well, she met this guy and she knew right away that's my twin flame. And they weren't, go they like the guy, like I'm trying to say it anonymously, so... The guy had moved and he was American or whatever and he was like halfway across the country and they were in separation for a long time and then they finally got together and they actually had to start a family you know so usually and you know I think that's a really cute love story you know like I'm she's so happy nowadays and everything oh shit my phone's about to die but you know she's a very happy lady and you know she's she's grown and she's a really nice person and i talk to her every now and then or whatever but it's nice and i do believe in the concept of twin flames it happens for everyone uh, it could happen for everyone and the p thing that pisses me off about quora is that people say oh not everyone has a twin flame yada yada and not everyone has you know a karmic partner or someone they have past life karma with. And I'm like, well, that's not true. Everyone should have, you know, it doesn't matter if they come in a form of a friend, family, uh, you know, past, like past life could be anybody, you know, you never know. And that's just, well, of course, people, some people don't believe in past life, but I do. But, you know, uh, my recent person I went on a date with, I felt something special, you know, but I was too intense and I kind of fucked it up. But you know, it happens, you know, and that's, I just processed it, and, you know, I deal with my daily things nowadays, so I'm over it, but twin flame concept is a very tough topic, because, you know, it's, yeah, it's, uh, 
because not everyone understands it or has awakened in life or you know awakened to certain concepts and it's really hard um not pe not a lot of people believe in the twin flames and you know a lot of psychologists deny it or whatever and you know say obs obsession or whatever but it's very possible that twin flames exist and that's just my opinion um i haven't met my twin flame maybe i have i've awakened that's for sure but I don't, I do get several dreams of someone, but it's just, I don't understand them fully enough yet because I'm not older and I haven't reached my awakening level, higher self, you know, so, which is everyone's trying to get to their higher self in life, like if you ever notice, like working out all the fucking time, changing their mindset, you know, that's, that's just, anyway, that's just how I feel, I haven't reached my higher self yet, so I haven't no, I haven't met my twin flame, I guess, or, you know, I haven't met myself in the future, you know, so I always dream about my past self, I, I never dream about what I'm gonna look like, you know, in 10 years, for example, or, you know, and, you know, I, I used to always think I was gonna die at 26, but now I just realize time's flying by, and I'm, like, not doing shit, like, I have to start saving money, you know, I have to start focusing on you know quitting smoking cigarettes uh because it's terrible for my health and it fucks up your teeth you know <laughs> but yeah anyways you know hopefully that answers the question um i don't think well maybe when you're dreaming they, they're not i don't think they're necessarily thinking about you i think possibly you're sharing a same dream dream world um maybe they're dreaming from their perspective looking at you but you're dreaming looking at them from your perspective i think it's possible uh there's no studies really denying that fact um well not fact you know it you know it could be you know it could be real you know you, you just have to keep an open mind it's like you know psychology i've looked at some of the questions you get to on the way to your master's degree and you have to have a really open mind to certain concepts. But of course, for some reason in psychiatry, complete opposite, um, they, they deny everything, you know, they just want to get put you on a shit ton of medications because they think you're nuts or whatever for awakening or whatever. But I get it. I get why there are people out there who are a bit nuts, <laughs> you know, like me, I don't. I don't implement, like I, like I said before, I don't implement spirituality to, to the point where it's like, I have to believe certain things, you know what I mean? But yeah, you know, like, of course I get it why people have to be on certain medications and stuff, because, you know what I mean, because they're way too open-minded about certain concepts and stuff, you know, because the whole flat earth or conspiracy, like conspiracies, I'm not going to get into conspiracies, but the conspiracies, I like looking at them. Because they're either funny or interesting. Not flat earth. I, I believe the earth is round. But, you know, just some conspiracies I enjoy looking into. And I love Joe Rogan. Uh, I know the, some of the stuff he said was stupid. You know, about, uh, you know, the vaccination and all that stuff. And, you know, whatever. Neil Young getting off of Spotify. But I like Joe Rogan. I think he's hilarious. Uh, he's, he seems like a down-to-earth guy. He seems really chill. Um... No, I, I know like in, in my podcast and stuff, I would never be able to meet him or anything, especially with, you know, my, I can't travel because I have a ban on my passport for the United States because of the arrest and everything. 
but you know Joe Rogan's a great I'm sure he's a great guy you know and he's hilarious like I said he's a really funny guy um if you guys want to watch podcasts and stuff there's just a whole random amount of people go on it and it's really interesting you know you learn a lot of stuff not the conspiracy videos but you know like he's just Joe Rogan Experience, one of my favorite podcasts. I think another podcast re- recommendation is the Terry and Ted podcast. I really like that one. That's Terry DeMonte and Ted Bird, uh, two legendary radio hosts in Canada, uh, well, Montreal, you know. And I think my top, that's my top two. So my third favorite one is uh, Shameless, uh, no, not Shameless, um, Smartless by, it's Jason Bateman, Will Arnett and uh, Sean Hayes and it's hilarious it's three comedians you know from well two from uh, Arrested Development and Sean Hayes is in a lot of stuff too you would recognize him if you search him up but anyways guys those are my po- you know that was my last answer <laughs> I went off topic severely but hope you enjoyed the podcast I didn't realize I've been talking for you know 50 minutes that's my longest podcast yet uh, I'll do one. I sorry, I was supposed to do it yesterday. The podcast on Saturday, but you know, I was too tired. I had a major headache from all the beer that I drank. Um, I'll probably do one on Tuesday if I'm not too busy. I get my injection Tuesday, so we'll see if how I feel if I'm not too drowsy or anything. And plus, I'm in the basement now, so you know, I have the super comfy basement. Got a bed in back there if I want to sleep. Anyways, guys, hope you enjoyed the podcast and catch you later. Smell you later, folks. Take it easy from Kyle.